Let's check out your headlines for today. To do that, we'll bring in Natalie Lovey from the 980 CFPL Newsroom. Good morning, Natalie. Good morning, Devin. It is a foggy day today, and because of that, all school vehicles in Oxford County are canceled for the morning. Only buses in the afternoon will be running. It's going to be mild, though, but we do have that fog this morning, Natalie. A fog advisory is currently in effect from Environment Canada, with forecasters warning visibility may be greatly reduced in some areas. Now, the advisory impacts London, Park Hill, Strathroy, Kamoka, and parts of Middlesex County. Thankfully, the fog is expected to start clearing away once the sun comes up, and it's going to be a gorgeous day. We're expecting a daytime high of around 10 degrees this afternoon. Well, Canada made its return to the World Cup yesterday, but it did not go as many were hoping. Yeah, definitely a heartbreaking game. Canada put forth a valiant effort, though, came up short in its first World Cup game in 36 years. Belgium, the second-ranked country in the world in the FIFA rankings, scored just over or just before halftime and hung on for a one-nothing victory. Canada had the Belgians on their heels much of the game, but failed to capitalize on their chances, including a missed penalty by star left back Alfonso Davies. The loss is significant for Canada. They play Croatia on Sunday but will be eliminated from knockout round contention if they lose because Croatia tied Morocco earlier in the day yesterday. Canada will finish the group stage play December 1st against Morocco. Canada's last World Cup match was 13,317 days ago, according to Canada Soccer, a 2-0 loss to the Soviet Union on June 9th, 1986 in Mexico. I wasn't even born yet. Uh, Viewing parties (laughs) were held across London (laughs) to watch the game, including at the BMO Center. You learn something new every day, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's a very valuable tidbit of information. <laughs> yeah. uh, days after a strike was averted by education le- workers, speaking of learning something, uh, they will be voting on a tentative deal today. Yeah, more than 50,000 education workers here in Ontario will start voting today on whether they want to accept a tentative deal their union struck with the provincial government over the weekend. The Canadian Union of Public Employees has said the four-year contract comes with a $1 per hour raise each year or about 3.59% annually for the average worker. But Laura Walton, president of CUPE's Ontario School Board Council of Unions, has said she doesn't like the deal because it doesn't come with new staffing level guarantees. Ratification votes are set to start today and continue through to December 5th. CUPE has said results of the vote will be released the following day, December 6th. If CUPE's members vote to reject the deal, the parties could go back to the table and CUPE could give another strike notice. Well, speaking of strikes, it looks like they've got a real humdinger on the go today in the UK. Yeah, thousands of postal workers, university lecturers and school teachers in the UK are going to be going on strike today to demand better pay and working conditions amid the country's cost of living crisis. Picket lines will be set up outside postal offices, universities and schools in one of the biggest coordinated walkouts this year. Britons have faced travel misery and overflowing garbage bins in recent months as unions representing multiple industries launched successive strikes. Lawyers, nurses, postal workers and many others have walked out of their jobs to seek pay raises that match soaring inflation. Domestic energy bills and food costs have skyrocketed this year, driving inflation to a 41-year high of 11.1% in October. In Scotland, most schools will close today as teachers there take the first large-scale strike action in decades. Well, Shoppers Drug Mart has announced a new safety feature for their stores. 
which, yeah, Shoppers Drug Mart has announced it will soon begin using time-delayed narcotic safes in its pharmacies across Ontario amid a recent increase in robberies. In a news release issued yesterday, the company said time-delayed safes are already mandated in a number of other provinces and are a proven deterrent in the reduction of narcotic thefts. Officials did not provide a timeline for when the safes will be rolled out, but said they will eventually be used in all Shoppers Drug Mart locations and Loblaw pharmacies. Time-delayed safes open a set amount of time after being unlocked, which is believed to be a deterrent to thieves who are often trying to make a quick exit. Loblaw says the new safes are just one of several steps they're taking to enhance security at their stores. It says that they've also deployed the use of technology, quote, that facilitates the identification of suspects. And a man known as Stamp Guy was a no-show for his sentencing yesterday in London, but there may be a good reason for that. Yeah, 59-year-old Alan Fisher was convicted back in June of defrauding Canada Post of $235,000 over three years between 2013 and 2016 via a stamps-on-credit scheme and was scheduled to be sentenced yesterday. The only problem was he didn't show. A bench warrant was initially issued for his arrest before the Crown attorney revealed Fisher may be dead. The London Free Press reports Fisher set up dozens of fake business accounts with fake emails, phone numbers and addresses all over the country. Fisher had stamps sent to mailboxes across the region. He then resold the stamps online at a discount. Fisher, who represented himself in court, previously told the court he was suffering from numerous medical issues, including heart problems and Crohn's disease. Ultimately, sentencing was delayed for a week or so, so the court can verify his status. Let's check out what happened on this day in history. In 1639, astronomer Jeremiah Horrocks first observed the transit of Venus across the sun. In 1642, Dutch mariner Abel Tasman uh, discovered Tasmania, a triangular-shaped island lying to the southeast of Australia. As you can tell, he was a modest man. In 1807, Joseph Brandt, a chief of the Six Nations Indians, died at Burlington. He fought on the British side in the War of American Independence and later led his tribe to Ontario's Grand River Valley. He was a Christian and translated Anglican services and scripture into Mohawk. In 1859, Charles Darwin's The Origin of the Species, which suggested humans evolved from apes, was published amid great controversy. In 1903, a patent for the automobile's electric starter was granted to Clyde Coleman. In 1956, the first Canadian members of the UN peacekeeping force arrived in Egypt. In 1963, Lee Harvey Oswald, the accused assassin of U.S. President John F. Kennedy two days previous was shot to death by nightclub owner Jack Ruby while being transferred between jails in Dallas. In 1971, a hijacker called Dan Cooper, who became known as D.P. Cooper, parachuted from a Northwest Airlines 727 flight over Washington State with $200,000 in ransom. In 2016, the FBI closed the books on the unsolved case. In 1981, the Metric Commission of Canada announced the full conversion to the metric system in food stores across Canada. The changeover from imperial units to metric was implemented in 21 areas across the country in January 1982 and covered the rest of the country within two years. In 1991, the Toronto Argonauts beat the Calgary Stampeders 36-21 in Winnipeg in the coldest Grey Cup game on record. Temperature was minus 27 degrees Celsius. On this day in 1995, Ireland voted to legalize divorce by a narrow margin. 
On this day in 2012, former championship boxer Hector Macho Camacho was taken off life support and declared dead four days after he was shot in the face in an attack in Puerto Rico. And on this day in 2021, the town of Wyerton fessed up that their uh, groundhog, Wyerton Willie, had died of an abscessed tooth more than nine months previous. But they covered it up. Well, celebrating a birthday today, we have a comedian Stephen Merchant is 48, actor Colin Hanks turns 45, Catherine Heigl is 44, and actress Sarah Hyland is 32.